You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Uni team they won, divided they fall. IT was to be expected. What would have been unexpected was if, despite the widespread inflation of basic commodities, and the overall economic woes of the people, the ratings of President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. had remained. The fact that his approval rating fell from 80% at the end of the second quarter to 65% today, or a 15% drop, according to the latest survey results for the third quarter released by Pulse Asia, is nothing to be surprised about. Similarly, it would have been less believable if, despite the incessant revelations of millions of unexplained confidential funds that the office of Vice President Sara Duterte received at the end of 2022, she would have been left untouched. Her 11% drop since the end of the second quarter, from an approval rating of 84% down to 73%, is just right. Of course, the media seeking to dramatize a free fall would consider this mind-boggling. It is not. It just shows two things. First is that despite the idolatrous worship that some have toward Marcos, there are Filipinos who are still rational that they would not reward with approval a president who cannot keep the prices of commodities low. It doesn't matter if it is not entirely his fault, or that he tried to stave off the rising price of rice by imposing an artificial price cap albeit momentarily. People whose pockets are hurting will always find someone to blame, and presidents are always there to bear that burden, more so that he promised that he would deliver a P20 per kilogram price of rice. It also did not help that he is the concurrent Secretary of Agriculture. Second, it is also comforting to know that there is a limit to the cultish adulation of the Vice President, that she is not clothed with Teflon after all. Reason, obviously, did not totally depart from people who were disturbed by her inability to be totally transparent about how her office could have engaged in surveillance activities that used up P125 million in such a short period of time. However, some would argue that this fall in approval ratings experienced by the president and vice president is something that former President Rodrigo Duterte rarely experienced. This was simply because he rode on and benefited from unified support among the diehard Duterte supporters, DDS, and the Marcos loyalists. They battled a noisy but weak and disorganized political opposition. It was less because there was a shortage of issues that would have been raised against the former president. What made the difference was the fact that the line of defense set up by the joint forces of the DDS and the Marcos loyalists provided an impregnable fortress that protected him. Ironically, despite labeling their tandem as the unity team, the partnership between President Marcos and Vice President Duterte is now being torn asunder not by them but by their idolatrous enablers, followers and supporters. Marcos and Duterte are trying their best to project a healthy working relationship. However, the image of unity is being undermined by a political war that is waged mostly on social media but enabled even in mainstream media by critics and defenders, which has turned viral and toxic. Bloggers and vloggers who were identified with ex-President Duterte apparently started the war when they began criticizing President Marcos for his China policy, and his stance toward drugs and the leftist insurgency, areas where the latter took a diametrically opposed position relative to the former. The Marcos loyalists retaliated by attacking not only the former president but even his daughter, the vice president. And so it went. The much-vaunted unity team splintered, capturing what many have said about winners fighting over spoils and later devouring each other. This revealed that the unity ticket was simply a mirage, a marriage of convenient opportunism and of people ready to jump ship when unable to get their fair share of the promised spoils. 
Some Duterte supporters are now accusing Marcos allies like Speaker Ferdinand Martin Romualdez of moving to demolish not only Vice President Duterte but even Representative Gloria Macapagal Arroyo, her ally, whom Romualdez ousted as Deputy Speaker, and who now finds herself being hounded by a renewed corruption case. They also accuse Romualdez of engineering the removal of the confidential funds earlier allotted to the offices headed by Duterte. On the other side, the Marcos loyalists rant about the palpable demolition job against the Marcoses by prominent pro-Duterte social media personalities. Worse, some vloggers who were former Marcos defenders, like Maharlika, are now busy slamming the first couple. Even Daryl Yap, the director who helmed the two Marcos movies recently shown and who oddly is identified with the president's sister, Senator Maria Imelda Josefa Marcos, came out on social media critical of the president. To make it worse, some people who were at the forefront of exposing allegations of fraud in the 2016 elections, which caused the president to lose the vice presidency, are now at the forefront of attacking the legitimacy of his election in 2022. Divided, the so-called unity team fell, not from the sword of the political opposition but from their former allies. There is no unified defense line to counter the very real erosion of trust that emanated from dissatisfied citizens suffering from soaring prices of basic commodities and from people feeling suspicious of over-exorbitant but unexplained confidential funds. The bitter irony here is that Marcos Jr. and Sarah Duterte are facing a relatively weak, depleted opposition force, now left in the hands of the Maccabian bloc in the House and the minority of two in the Senate. But with former allies like this, they would not need an opposition to take them down. It is obvious that the falling numbers of Marcos Jr. and Duterte are less the work of the political opposition. It is inflicted by their former allies, who are now locked in a bout of political mud wrestling, effectively taking their principles down to the political mud pit with them.